This is Holly Grimaldi Flores, and you are listening to Holograms, a slice of life in 10 minutes or less. I wrote this about a year ago, before the pandemic, and before shutdowns, and before all that came with it. Today, it gives me pause and perspective. The new decade is barely a week old, and I can barely remember the holidays. All the decorations are stowed away, and the feeling of exhaustion is abating. I'm having trouble believing the turn of the century is now 20 years in the rear view, but here we are. Time is moving from a jaunt to a full-on sprint. We'll be unpacking the holiday decor again in a blink. In an effort to savor some of the wonders of the year, I decided to make a conscious effort to record them. Following some inspiration I saw somewhere on social media, in 2019, I wrote down something positive that had happened during the week on a scrap of paper, folded it up, and put it in a jar. On the first day of 2020, I emptied the jar and read each memory. It was lovely to be reminded of some of the smaller incidents that made me smile, and interesting to realize how many events I recorded that were really the good fortune of others I know and love. I cannot honestly say I had one message for each week, but there were many. Looking back in it that way, it was hard to find much room for complaint. I know 2019 had its share of not-so-great moments, but it was really refreshing to start the new year focusing on only positive experiences. With rose-colored glasses securely in place, I'm ready for 2020 vision. And so it is that I have added recording something positive each week to my ever-growing list of rituals, joining my annual resolve to abstain from alcohol for a month or so and to pick a word to act as a focus for the coming year. Dry January has become so much a part of my annual routine that it's entirely effortless. My husband joins in, and each year we are approached by a friend or two who decide to jump on the wagon with us. It's catchy. I find we drink a lot of tea and watch a lot of movies. It's a nice break for the liver after endless holiday communal occasions that result in gluttonous amounts of wine and various varietals of spirit. My holiday indulgence in the adult beverage category is calorie-laden cocktails. At the end of the year, I jokingly reported I had drunk so many white Russians, I develop accent. This year, the debauchery extended beyond alcohol to include sugar. There was so much sugar in my December diet, I was sweating sweets. While I have traditionally spent many years successfully depriving myself of the myriad of confections that seem to be offered everywhere I go, in 2019 I spent the month between Thanksgiving and New Year saying yes to whatever I found appealing. It was the year of toffee and cookies, candy and pie. Between the two evils, alcohol and sugar, I knew I would put on a few pounds, but I decided to just go for it and promise myself I would get back on track with the turn of the decade. And I have. So far, so good. No alcohol, no processed sugar, plenty of water, a reasonable amount of exercise. As for resolutions, I gave up on them a few years ago. It was too disappointing to break the same promises I would make to myself over and over again. And looking back in my journals, I was not too surprised to see decades of resolve to lose weight and get into shape. This is not a cry for help or a complaint, but merely an observation. Please do not send me your latest weight loss plan. I'm not interested. I'm certain they will work. Most do, if I work them. For me, all those years of every strategy imaginable and countless dollars spent on bars, shakes, plans, and memberships, along with a library of books, resulted in the realization that I finished the decade in basically the same weight and shape that I began it. I'm focusing on awareness and accountability. I'm working on balance rather than extremes. I'll keep you posted. 
Other resolutions from prior years also came up lacking. The places I would go and the things I would do still need to be gone to and still need to be done. So instead of resolutions, at the beginning of each year, I've also gotten into the habit of picking a word, another idea I picked up from someone on social media. My word for 2020 came to me in that early morning time before fully waking. It is possibilities, and it's a good fit. I have a good feeling about the future. With all the kids finally out of the house, my husband and I are back to focusing on each other and our future together. We're moving ever closer to the next quarter of our life. Many restrictions are falling to the wayside. The possibilities seem endless. In looking over the rituals I've set up to replace resolutions, I see a pattern of focusing on what is positive. I can see so many years wasted on worry and regret. Of course, that is hindsight. The word my eldest chose, because you know, it's 2020. My word for 2021 is breathe. Just breathe. Hopefully, not too lofty a goal. Many of these essays were previously published in the Family Focus section of the Union Newspaper, a division of Swift Communications. Holograms is recorded at KNCO Studios under the ownership of Nevada County Broadcasters.